Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to another episode of A Novel Evening, uh, the podcast where I delve deep with some fellow bookworms to discover their fantasy fictional evening. Uh, And today I'm going to be joined by one of my very closest books to pals. Um, She and I met through a hilariously brutal review she posted on her Instagram stories and we immediately bonded. She shares her account with a fellow bookworm who lives across the pond, uh, whose name is Sarah, and together they run an account filled with thought-provoking reviews as well as some really beautiful insights into their friendship, um, some of their personal stories, and it's it's a truly wonderful account. If you don't follow M at The Post and Paper along with Sarah, you absolutely should be following. Um, it's truly uh, a wonderful Instagram account. Um, and they've definitely added quite a few books onto my TBR piles. So uh, a big welcome to M from The Post and Paper. Hello to M. Hi. Hello. How are you? I, um, I'm okay. I'm a little bit tired. I've had a <laughs> wild weekend babysitting. Um, and it's quite nice to actually be talking in full sentences. Mm, about adult stuff. Yeah, about books especially. About books. So, The Post and Paper. Where did it come from? Why did you start it? So, um, Sarah and I met on um, our MA course on Shakespeare Studies. Um, and Sarah comes from California. So that's obviously quite a distance away when she moved back home. Um, and we thought that a good way for the two of us to stay in contact would be to run a bookstagram account together. Um, it was Sarah's suggestion. I think we'd both sort of followed various bookstagram accounts and we'd always loved chatting about books, both voracious readers. Um, so it was just something that kind of made sense. And it was really nice as well to build like a little community around um, that friendship as well. I love that. That's such a fun idea. And I guess it's a really nice way of you guys to kind of have an excuse to keep in touch as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would, (laughs) the plan was for it to provide a bit more structure for talking and stuff. Um, But we've both been so busy with work lately that I think we've probably posted (laughs) probably about four times since August. They were good posts though. They were excellent posts. It's just life, isn't it? Life is just... yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Obviously, Sarah got married as well, didn't she? So that's she quite did. a big deal. Yeah. That, that yeah, takes a bit of time. New apartment, new job. Um, and then I've just had a promotion at work as well, which means that I'm hideously busy all the time. Yeah, life gets in the way. but yeah, It no, does. But when you guys post, I mean, I think it's safe to say you guys have relatively different tastes in books when you post. Yeah, I would say so. So there are some things that we have very, very similar views on. Um, whether negative Hamlet <laughs> or uh, positive like we both really really loved um, 
Emily Henry's Beach Read. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there are a few books that we definitely have really similar tastes in, but also she's not into like fantasy and obviously it's like my bread and butter. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I'd say that we have some overlap, but it's mm-hmm. not comp- Oh, that's good. That's a lot of ground for a uh, discussion though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, between the two of us, I think we probably cover the vast majority of interests on Bookstagram. Yeah, I think you do. I think there's something for everybody on your uh, <laughs> on your account when you guys are posting. Always aim to serve. For sure. So, a novel evening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be your maitre d' for your... Uh, is it a date or is it a party? Oh, it's a party. It's, it's a party. Really... Everyone's having parties. No one's having like a hot steamy date. But I'm going to be your your host for the evening. So firstly, where are we? Where are we going? Okay, so... As you know, I'm not one to pitch low-key events. That's not me. So what I was thinking is like something very ostentatious, but chilled at the same time, if possible. Okay. Space and pockets in the evening for good conversations, but I also want to have fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking location-wise somewhere like um, the Night Court Palace in Akatar which is very open, the views are great, it would be amazing for a fireworks display, and you know that the food would be peak. I like that. I like that idea a lot. I did wonder if you were going to go for for somewhere based in Akatar, and let's face it, like like you say, the view's going to be banging. Yeah, and the views of the people as well, fantastic. I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong, and there's lots of quiet corners as well, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> good choice even if I do say so myself it is a good choice so people who are coming to this party mm-hmm. who, have, who have you invited who's the first person that I'm gonna open the the grand doors of the night court to okay so the first person I want in and this is just you know gonna make me sound immensely basic because it's another Sarah J Mass character yeah. um, is Aileen from Throne of Grass and I would want her to come because she is literally like I have never identified with a fictional character so hard in my entire life. So I want her to come in first so that we can figure out if we're going to like love each other or it's going to be too much. Right. If you're too similar, if you're too alike or whether you're just going to get on like house on fire. Because then she can leave. Exactly. Like if if the vibe is not there, Major D steps in. (laughs) I carefully usher her off of the balcony. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she's turned up. Who's next? Okay, so next I would be looking at Rye from A Darker Shade of Magic. And I don't think you've read these ones, um, but you definitely, definitely should. Oh, no, you read the first book, haven't you? I think I might have read the first book. Yeah, you should read the rest because the characters in that series are amazing. Rye is one of my absolute favourites. And again, he's, you know, he's a bit like Aelin in that he's very dramatic um he's kind of one of these people that like has a very confident demeanor Mm -hmm. and seems very very self-assured and self-adoring but then actually when you get past that kind of bluster and bravado there's a lot of insecurities there um so so I don't want everyone at my party to be like this because there's too many of us I was about to say that you've got some big characters thus far 
I mean, if I'm going to plan a dream evening, it's not going to be bland, is it? No. No. <laughs> I would. That's not the phrase I would use to describe an evening you've planned, for sure. Right. Have you got someone to mix it up a bit? I certainly have. Mm. So my absolute wild card on my list would be Landon from Betty, who is oh. Betty. Oh, he's he, such a wonderful character, though. Exactly. And like, I just think he could come in, he could father us all. He'd, you know, he'd be making sure that everyone's comfortable, everyone's okay, and helping us to grow in our emotional maturity. It would just be magic. He's very mellow, isn't he? There's something really calming about him. Exactly. And if those big personalities are firing up against each other, that's what you want. You want someone who could step in as a buffer. And, like, I don't want you as Maitre D to spend the entire evening, like, getting people to get their cat claws out of each other. So, yeah. <laughs> You've made my job a lot easier. Landon can do that for me. <laughs> then you can join in the fun, which is exactly what I want. I mean, that's, that, that is precisely what I'd be doing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Is that all your guests? Um, I think I'd probably have a couple more. So, like, okay. to be fair, I'd, I'd have it be a fairly big event, like, with quite a few mm-hmm. people. But this is kind of like, this is my inner circle. This is this is my select few. Um, so I'd also have um, Samuel Pips from The Devil in the Dark Water because I just think oh. he's not pleasant necessarily, but you would never be bored in a conversation with him. Never. He'd have some amazing stories exactly he'd he'd tell the best stories and yeah I just I think he'd be incredibly entertaining as a dinner guest as long as you got him on the right day um and then I would also have and I think you'll like this one I put this one in for you Reed from Serpent and Dove because I think it would be really fun to have someone who you can just shock with your antics and Reed would just he wouldn't know what to do with himself he absolutely would not I'd know what I'd do with Reed at the party. <laughs> It'd be terribly unprofessional. <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't be befitting of your status, but uh yeah. It wouldn't. I love that. I love the idea of the the little shockable one. I think it's important. It's good in the group dynamic to have that one person who's like, oh, what's happening? But also kind of loves it. Yeah, yeah. Like we know that he loves a walk on the wild side. He does. He's just a bit scared. And is there anyone who absolutely is not getting an invite? But might try and gate crash anyway. Now, do you know what? This is the bit where I have like a really, really long list because you know how strong my feelings tend to be about everyone and everything. Um, so I'm going to try and like filter out my top picks. Okay. So number one, I literally could not bar someone from an event faster. Kaya from Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, I cannot stand her. I despise <laughs> her and everything she stands for. <laughs> Goodbye. Farewell. You are not welcome. Yeah, she is not welcome. She's not welcome. Um, and then, I mean, I think you've probably guessed as well my feelings about the characters in the Hazelwood. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't think I've been too wishy-washy about that. Uh, I think you were very clear on your feelings about those books in their entirety. I'm really glad to hear that because I was I was concerned that my message was a bit mixed. Um, but Alice, the main character from the Hazelwood, yeah, she's not allowed in. Actually, I'm wondering at this point, rather than making you do all the dirty work, whether like we just invite Medusa to be the bouncer. So That's a like, terribly good turn idea. Turn him to stone. Goodbye. Easy. Yeah. Right. 
Um, who else wouldn't I invite? On the Olympians note, Zeus, who's a massive raging pervert. Don't oh my god, that. Zeus is so problematic, isn't he? You do not want yeah. him at any gathering you're hosting that contains women or all attractive men. No, no, essentially not, because you just know you'd walk away with like 50% of your guests pregnant. It's just it's not what you want. No. It's not no, a vibe. No, exactly. Um, and then I know, I know this one won't be it won't be necessarily popular with you. Um, but Agnes in Hamnet, I want to respect and like a witchy woman. I really do. I can't, not with her. You don't want her eye breasts at your her eye I nipples at your party. No, I don't. I don't want to be thinking about sex scenes that are written from the point of view of a barrel of apples. And I don't want her <laughs> sadness about her children. I just, no, there's no, there's no time for it at this party. There's no. No, that'll just bring the vibe way, way down. She'd be best so, going to Emsal's Bali retreat and just getting some shit out there. Yeah, yeah, she can go to the island retreat, have a little deep healing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. So long as I don't have to talk to her, that's cool. And then my final one is like more of a group one, but basically any of the characters in Mansfield Park because they are all vibe killers. I do not like, I don't think I like a single character in that book. I've never read it, never read it. I have no idea. I definitely don't recommend it. Like I know that you're a bit hesitant about classics sometimes. If if you're gonna read another Austen, read Northanger Abbey because I think you'll find it hilarious. Mansfield Park is dry, it's boring, I hate it. This would probably get me some criticism in various fields, but you know, yeah, I'm not a fan. All of the characters are miserable and it would ruin my night. It would spoil my party. Exactly, and it's my party, so no. I like the group you've got, and to be fair, I don't know if there's many Austin characters I would be inviting to a magical evening at the night court. No, that's very true. I think it would possibly be a bit much for them. For sure. I think it definitely would. That sounds like an intriguing night. I look forward to being part of it. I'm probably going to abscond from my post with Reed at some point. Yeah. So you don't have to pay me in full, it's fine. (laughs) Medusa can hold the door. Danny can have fun with me. Precisely. So to end our little little uh, chat, what are you reading at the moment? I am currently reading two books. Um, so I have a non-fic on the go, which I've been reading for absolutely weeks, which is Unwell Women by Eleanor Cleghorn. And it's absolutely excellent, but it's really, really dense and heavy. Um, and this is it's a very sombre note to a, a joyous conversation, but I'm just finding it a bit hard to read at the moment because it's all about, obviously, women who... Um, got various experiences of being unwell and disabled Mm -hmm. Um, and because I'm going through so much of my own health at the moment it's just a bit close to home to sit down with a chapter of it every night Mm -hmm. but I'll get through it soon I think I've only got about 40 pages left. Um, I think that's really understandable sometimes a book it just comes at the wrong time it's great it's well written but sometimes it's just not the right content for that time. Yeah and it's not just it's not even just that really because like in terms of style like it is excellent um, and I'm very happy to read it, but it's just, I need to go for it at a certain pace rather than saying that I'm not benefiting from it at all. It just needs to be kind of handled. Yeah. 
making, which obviously is my expertise because I'm very subtle. Um, but then my fiction at the moment is Ariadne by Jennifer Singh, um, yes! which I have, yeah, I really am enjoying. It's good fun. Um, there's a few things about it. Oh, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> things about it um, that I think could be better. Mm -hmm. um, like I find the pacing of it a little bit odd mm -hmm. uh, and think sometimes the prose isn't as tightly controlled as it could be. Um, but overall, like I find the characters pretty interesting. The world building I really like. Um, yeah, overall I'm enjoying it. Ariadne, I found a bit of a wet lettuce in the first sort of 100, 200 pages. I was a bit like, who is this girl who just wants to tap dance her way through life? Like, come on, you've got some really interesting stuff going on. So why can't you be a bit more interesting? Mm -hmm. she's, she's growing on me. Um, and interestingly, Phaedra, her sister, she was my favourite in that first like half of the book. But now we're getting to the point where I'm like, unsure about Phaedra. So see how I feel when I finished it. No spoilers. I will not spoil. I think the thing is with Ariadne, it's come out at a time when there's been some really, really like excellent Greek mythology retellings, like real you know five star and I think it I really enjoyed it I'm pretty sure I gave it five stars let's say I did um because <laughs> I can't remember but I think the thing is for people who perhaps are comparing as well alongside others there's been so many really really good Greek mythology retellings and I think it's got to, to catch up with some of those it's got to be like spot on I completely agree like I just don't think I'm gonna read a whole lot that compares in my eyes to a thousand ships or the song of Achilles like it's just those, oh, damn, like, those two, yeah just all-time favorites and I can't expect every book to be an all-time favorite although I do have high hopes for the um the new Jesse Button Medusa I didn't actually realize that it was illustrated until my pre-order landed on my mat like last week um but that looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it's so gorgeous nice. as well, isn't it? Like it's really pretty, yeah. So so pretty. And what would you like to read next? Do you know what you've kind of got lined up? Oh, I don't know. I'm just having a little look at my shelf now. I feel like we're firmly into the winter reads. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've got a few things that, like, I've I've got um that short story collection, The Haunting Season. That looks pretty good. I've got The Winter Garden by Alexandra Bell. Um, and then I've also got a nutcracker retelling midnight in everwood oh that looks really good it does doesn't it i might leave that one till december i might have that as because my birthday is 23rd of december i might have that as my like birthday read yeah um, something really festive exactly yeah um so i don't know i might yeah i might hold off most of december i'm quite keen to get to lauren groff's matrix Big same. Yeah, that's one I really want to try and get to this month. That might be next. I'm not sure. So many decisions. And too I many to choose sense. from. There's just too many books and not enough time. I'm reading really so much slower than I usually would at the moment as well, which means that, like, it's... <laughs> I feel the, the weight of each decision as I pick my next read is even heavier because I'm like, rather than finishing this in, you know, one to three days, it's going to be one to two weeks yeah so you're stuck with it for a while once you've picked it exactly exactly um yeah so it's big big choices 
big choices. Thank you very, very much for joining me for your novel evening. It sounds like a banger. So uh, I'm excited to attend. I'm very excited for you to attend. <laughs> and that was, that was a novel evening. I'm Danny, and that was M from The Post and Paper. If you don't follow them, go to Instagram, click follow. You will not regret it. But thank you very much, M. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.